Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. Hey, you felt Jen, alone with no I one. am here to talk today about how to survive a family gathering. Yeah, because some of them are fantastic and they're great and that is wonderful, but some of them are rough. And the first thing I want to talk about is stop being surprised by the unsurprising. Okay. So we all have that one person in our family, friend group, whatever. It doesn't have to just be family, that one person, and they know what drives you crazy. And they try to make you upset and hurt you every time you see them by saying it. Now, come on. That's not a nice person. That is a toxic person. And number one, you need to avoid them. Or number two, stop being surprised by their behavior. Okay. So if you're going to go to a gathering where there's that one guy or girl, whatever, who is always saying that thing that upsets you, just tell yourself before you go, they're going to say something dumb and it's not going to offend me this time. It's not going to upset me this time. I'm choosing to just ignore it because good night, they're so predictable. And, you know, you may end up being able to tell yourself, you know what, this is really predictable, that they're going to say something offensive. So I wonder what's going to be and kind of make it a game with yourself, whatever you can do to make it not be upsetting. Okay. Also, let's talk about boundaries when it comes to stuff like that. So let's say that there was somebody in your life that was really special in your life. And now they just hurt you purposefully. Okay. I'm not talking about somebody who just like somebody who's like older, who doesn't understand what's acceptable now, what's not because that climate has changed a lot. What I'm talking about is people who are intentionally hurting you. It's okay to put some distance there. In fact, it's not only okay, it's recommended. Now, what if this person is hurting you and they don't know it? Like they're legit, just they don't get it you need to sit down with them and explain it. And they may say, well, this is who I am, uh, whatever, but it's going to do two things. If you do that, number one, it's going to make you feel better. Like, cause you're going to know you've stood up for yourself. But number two, even if they say, this is just me and I'm not going to change. Um, they may, because I've done that before. I'm really bad at like something happens like this. And I'm like, bah. I tend to react sometimes instead of responding. And so I'll be like, nope, not going to change it. That's just how I am. And then I might go home and think, oh, God, but is that how I want to be? You know, no. Um, I actually had that with a family member a few months ago and I really got my feelings hurt. But the more I, re- I thought about what they said, the more I realized, you know what? Even if I don't think I'm doing something wrong, which I, I did realize there was a couple of things I'd said I didn't need to be saying, but also why can't I change a couple of little things if it's being hurtful to somebody else, whether I think it should be or not, doesn't really matter. That's not at all the point. The point is we don't want to hurt people. So, you know, we're going to be careful and that's it. And you want to be around people who are willing to do that for you. Okay. So also another thing that I've learned, and you probably already know this, with boundaries. Um, before, even if I was super sick, I could barely get out of bed. Like I was really rough. I'd been in bed for weeks, but if my kids had something to do, I would get up and shower, which 
wipes me out for the day. Get myself all together, take them, spend as long as I needed to, to make them happy, come back. And then I'd be even worse. And I couldn't parent them very well for weeks after that. But I was in my mind, I was being the better parent by pushing so hard because then they got to have opportunities to do things. But now I've realized it's okay to just say, no, no, mom doesn't feel good. And if I take you there, I'm going to be so much worse and I'm not going to be a good mom or the mom that I want to be, or you need me to be for quite a while. So we're not going to this thing. Oh, and you know, but once once the initial ripple of you feeling like you're a disappointment and them feeling maybe like you're a disappointment passes, what happens is um, it's okay. It's okay. And if you really feel like you shouldn't be going somewhere, don't go because maybe there's a reason and you just don't know it yet. Okay. Um, now, there are some people in your life that, again, we're going back to the toxic thing, where they seem, at least to others, like they're helping you, like they really help you. But in the midst of that help, what they're doing is saying really hurtful things, doing really hurtful things, pretending to be helpful when they're not. You don't need those kind of people around. Um, when it comes to your illness, whatever it is, it might be physical, it might be emotional, it might be pain, it might be whatever. There's nothing that can be happening with you that being around toxic people is going to improve. Okay. If you're around people that are making you anxious, they're making you feel depressed. They're making you feel like you have this adrenaline coursing through your body at all times, or the cortisol, the stress level is so high all the time. That is setting you up to not feel well and don't do, do it and, and pull them like, don't have a big blowout at a holiday party because nobody needs that. Um, and you don't want it to be filmed and shown on the internet for the rest of your life and look like an idiot either. Not that you'd be the one too, but you know what I mean? Um, but pull them aside in an appropriate time. And that's the other thing. Have patience. Okay. Have patience to have the appropriate conversations at the appropriate times. I tend to be a little impulsive and it's just taken me quite a few decades to be able to be a little bit more patient. So now all of that negative stuff being said, these family things can rock. You know what? You can be around supportive, loving, kind, energetic people that just want the best for you. So whether you're at a friend event or a family event, it should be 95% of the people should be those people. And I want you to go and I want you to enjoy the heck out of it. And just like I said, like expect the expected from anyone else and soak up all that love and encouragement. And, you know, if people say, well, have you tried this? Have you tried exercise? Have you tried not eating whatever? Or, you know, and they're trying to give you ways to make your chronic illness feel better. I know that you probably heard those same things 50 times before and you've tried them and they don't work or your doctors told you not to do them or whatever, but they're just trying to be helpful. So really look for people trying to be helpful and people trying to show you love and embrace it in the spirit that it's meant instead of finding problems where you don't need to because you don't feel well. 
okay? Because if we look for problems, we're always going to find them. But if we look for good, we're always going to find that too. And really, isn't that what we want? Isn't that what what family times are all about and times with our friends? It's about laughing and smiling and being kind and showing love. And, and that's really what I want for you. So look for the good, find the good and be the good. You be that one guy that makes everybody else feel good about themselves at this next event that you're going to. I guarantee that when your job is to make everybody else feel good, you're going to end up feeling good unless you're like, take it to the doormat phase. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like, hey, Uncle Bob, you made these potatoes and I really appreciate the time you put into bringing these every year. And hey, Aunt Sue, thanks for hosting. I can tell you worked really hard. Like that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. So, so try it, try it out and see how that goes. And I would love to hear in the comments, like, what do you do to make the holiday gatherings or birthday parties or whatever? What do you do to make them better? How do you handle them best? How do you handle that one Ryan guy? And are you the good guy in the room? Are you the guy that tries to do, you know, make everybody just feel encouraged? Let me know. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about some other great things. And I cannot wait to talk to you then. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And um, I just appreciate you and I love you. And I hope that you have a great day. I'm here for you. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and in interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too, with a hearty mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you.